0: Hey guys, I'm Stephanie and I'm Rachel and you're listening to sister spooked the podcast where two sisters talk about all the creepy things
1: We'd love to hear from you If you have a scary story suggestions for an episode or anything really please email us at sistersspooked@gmail.com. at gmail.com
0: You can also find us on instagram and twitter at sisters underscore spooked and we also have a secret facebook group Sisters Spooked Secret Group. Our website is sisterspooked.com, where you'll be able to find our blog and much more. We're so excited to have you.
1: It's time to get spooky.
0: Sisters Spooked contains graphic and explicit content. We recommend to listen at your discretion, but we hope you stay for the show. Thanks for listening. Did you know that this is our 10th
1: episode? So I heard. How was your pizza?
0: Well, I thought I had pizza sauce and I didn't. So I just like drizzled olive, this garlic olive oil that I have that I got from mm-hmm. Trader Joe's mm-hmm. on the bottom. It's not horrible, but it's definitely missing sauce.
1: Mhm. You should have just made, um, you should have just made, Uh, you should have put that on it and then you should have put like, I don't know. Nevermind.
2: <laughs> like, it's kind of nice out. It's like.
1: Oh, yeah. It's super nice out. I took my. I was wearing a tank top under two sweaters, and I took the sweat my sweaters off because it was so warm. I wore my tank top all the way home. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, I wore my winter jacket to work this morning, which was a mistake.
1: <laughs> oh, my
0: God. I was so hot.
2: I can imagine. Tell me how you really feel. I'm so tired. <laughs> I spend most of my money
1: on food. I mean. Not most. I spend all of, the money, all of the money that I spend is on food. Mm-hmm. I don't spend money on anything else. Mm-hmm. Literally nothing. Accurate.
0: Well, what do you think? What do you mean? Should we get started? So I
2: am like. <clears throat> yeah, we can get started. Trying to eat.
0: Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, well. I already
0: talked about all the things I should have waited to talk to you about in the car.
1: <laughs> oh, you can re-say it.
0: No, that's okay.
1: I'll just be like, what? <laughs> honestly, I already forgot. So. <laughs> like, genuinely, I can't think of like what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> I honestly can't remember either, though.
1: I know you're yelling at some people.
0: Well, I mean, what am I not yelling at people when I'm driving, though? To be
1: honest, this is true. All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to I'm just wait. Have you seen Have you seen Beachless? Mm. Have you heard of it? No. Oh, really? Do you, you know Ella Enchanted? The witch in Ella Enchanted who accidentally put her boyfriend or husband or whatever in a in the book. The one with mm-hmm. curly hair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. she is in it and she's the mom of this kid with um cerebral palsy and basically it's just like her fighting handicap wheelchair accessibility and stuff like that and it's like there's three seasons out and it's basically just like focusing on the family there's two other kids and they're all in high school for the most part and it's it's really funny oh it's funny interesting I recommend it. Also, I just watched Atypical a couple weeks ago.
0: (gasps) I love Atypical. Oh, have
1: you seen it? Yes, I saw both seasons. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. I, like, honestly, it's been a while since I've watched something where I, like, genuinely felt so good watching it. And that was Atypical. I just wanted to keep watching it over and over and over again.
0: I know. I watched the whole second season in one day.
2: (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: I know. <coughs> <laughs> oh my god! Sorry. <clears throat>
1: Holy shit! Hey, you know, you know the band Weezer. Yeah. Don't take it too seriously.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> rude. <laughs> Looking rude. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that
0: was Uh yeah. What was I gonna say? Oh, I went to Ohio this weekend.
2: Oh
0: yeah, I saw that. I did. I I didn't tell you anything about it, right? No. So we went. We were out there for our. It was our friend's baby's first birthday, but we just decided to go out a day early because I've never been to Cleveland after I turned twenty one. So we went out there, and we were in Cleveland all day on Friday. And we started our day off by going to Cracker Barrel, which. Excuse me, oh my gosh. I haven't been to Cracker, <laughs> cracker Barrel since we lived in Wyoming. And really? I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fucking good. The only we have, thing... We have
2: them out here.
0: I know, but it's not like, oh hey, let's go to Cracker Barrel. You know? Yeah.
2: yeah <laughs> <I guess. laughs>
0: and so... <clears throat> well, I guess first of all, I should tell you about the shit-ass hotel we stayed in.
2: Ooh. It wasn't
0: like the shittiest hotel I've ever been in, but it was not <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. I try to book everything through Southwest Airlines because then I get points for free flights mm-hmm. and I was I
1: just fly to ohio
0: no we we uh we drove but if you you can like rent cars on Southwest or like book hotels, book flights, whatever. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to also book a flight; you can just book a hotel.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, oh, cool! Like, and I won't say the name of the hotel, but we got well, there.
1: You should, you should, you should. Wait, is it like popular?
0: It's prob. Well, honestly, the parking lot was full every single night we were there. No, and I mean, I,
1: like, I mean, I mean, like, would I know it if you told oh, me? Oh no. Oh, okay. Well, no. then don't bother. I was gonna um, say you can like edit it out, but like,
0: yeah, you know, I don't even. No, mind. you no. It's like a very local to that town. I don't think there's more than. Mm-hmm. One. And so, it was like sale right now. Um, a hundred dollars a night slashed down to like I think it ended up being like fifty five dollars a night, and I was like, oh, that's actually not bad. So I went in and I was like looking at the reviews, looking at the pictures, and everything seemed. Like, pretty good. There were a couple negative reviews, but nothing out of the usual, just the normal people who are like bitching to bitch.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I was like, okay, this is perfect. Like, it ended up being under $200 for us to stay in Ohio for three. Well, actually, we stayed Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. So yeah, three nights. And so we got there, and I had called before we left, sh- before we left Chicago, and I was like, "Hi, I just wanted to confirm that my reservation is good to go. I ordered or rented a king-size bed, uh whatever blah blah blah. And they were like, "Oh, okay. Well, we only have you down well, we have you down here for a double queen room." And I was like, "Oh, okay, whatever. Like that's fine as long as it's non-smoking." And they were like, "Oh yeah, non-smoking totally fine." So we get there. It's, like, 1.30 in the... Well, actually, I think it was, like, 12.30 a.m. when we got there. So technically, it was Friday when we got there, but... And so we get there. The guy was, like, very agitated. He had just gotten off the phone with someone who it sounded like he was getting screamed at. Probably because the fucking hotel room that we stayed in smelled like weed and cigarette smoke. for literally the whole time we were there. And so then I'm, like, freaking out. I'm like, oh, my God, like, I cannot sleep in this every single night for the next three nights. This is going to be horrible. And Juan was like, no, it's fine. Like, at this point, it's already too late. We're going to end up paying double because everything's last minute, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, you're right. Like, this is crazy. So we got up the next morning and we're, like, doing our stuff. And then we went back to the hotel before we went to Cleveland. And Juan was like, it actually smells fine now. Like, maybe whoever was smoking left and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. So then we're... We, okay, so this is the day we're going to Cleveland. So we went to Cracker Barrel for breakfast. It was fucking delicious. And they sold gum, premium sodas or whatever. And they had butterscotch beer mm. from, like, Harry Potter, except it's, like, a knockoff version. But it's really good. Oh. It's very sugary, though. <clears throat> so don't like just go chugging it because you're gonna be like, "Holy fuck!"
1: Uh, and then it makes me too, though.
0: Yeah. Well, you do. I I don't really. But um. So then after that, we went to a, the house where *Christmas Story* was
1: filmed. Oh yeah, I saw your I saw your pictures.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome! Like, I'm so excited. I've been wanting to go there. We were actually supposed to go to Cleveland two years ago around Halloween, but Brody died that Mm. year, so I was like, I can't do this. I'm in mourning.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: And so, and Brody is my chameleon for everyone who doesn't know. It was very traumatic, and that's a story for another day. But, um, so... So we did that, it was awesome, and then we went to Great Lakes Brewery, and it was okay, like, their beer really wasn't for me, because it was, I don't know, it was kind of hoppy and very weedy, and it was making my nose all stuffed. Mm. But then we went to this other bar, and it was awesome, it was called Southern Tier, and they have this stout called Samoa This, and it legitimately tastes like a Samoa Girl Scout cookie. Ooh. And I normally do not like stouts. I'm not a stout person. I don't like I don't heavy even know what beers. That is. It's like a dark 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 beer. I don't know
1: the difference between a dark beer and a light beer. <clears throat> okay, cool.
0: I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> but, okay, so that beer was freaking good and I could have had so much of it but but it was so heavy. But Anyway, so we bought a four-pack of that, and then when I got back to Chicago, I was like, I need to see if there's more of this accessible near me, because I'm definitely going to need more than four bottles, and... You should fa- send me one. Mm, we'll talk, <laughs> but, um...
1: <laughs> or bring one, bring one, bring one to...
0: I mean, when I'm you're probably... coming this
1: weekend, right?
0: I'm probably not gonna bring you one though
2: to be honest i just wanted a sip i just wanted to see what it tastes like
0: um but yes we did that and then our friend who lives in like in the outskirts suburbs of cleveland he works in cleveland so then we met him at this place called Harry buffalo like h-a-r-r-y not Mm h-a-i-r-y and it was just regular bar food it wasn't anything special i wouldn't probably ever go back so did that and then we went to the Cavs versus clippers game and i didn't even realize that it was like a special giveaway day and we got bobbleheads i was like hell
1: yeah like the candy oh no that's bottle cap
0: no like a literal bobblehead of one of their oh
1: bobblehead i thought you said bottlehead oh no so we got that.
0: We ended up leaving around halftime because we were both totally exhausted. But then we got back to the hotel, and guess what? That motherfucker smelled like smoke and marijuana. So should have gotten a different hotel, but whatever. It was only for three nights, and we really were only sleeping there. So it ended up being fine, but it was it was a long trip. It was a long drive home. Mm. And what we, was it
1: like it's like seven or eight hours, right?
0: It's like six hours, Um, but we had to, on the way back, we had to pick up Kobe from Juan's sister's um, apartment and then drive back to Chicago, so that kind of added. So we drove past Chicago to get to her apartment, and then we had to drive back to Chicago, mm -hmm. So Wait,
1: from Ohio?
0: Yeah, because... They live in Schaumburg, so we had to, like, drive past Chicago to get to Schaumburg. And then (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, I just need to be home. And then if I'm not driving, I get violently car sick. Oh, good. So I'm like, I felt bad because I was like, one, I need you to drive. But then, like, an hour later, I'd be like, oh, my God, I need to drive or I'm going to get sick.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, but that was my trip to Ohio. It was long. Did you go somewhere called Evil Ohio or something? No. Uh, why is there an Evil... Oh, I, I forgot I was looking at stuff on the Sister spoops instead of my Instagram, and then I went to send <laughs> send the post to somebody, and it was not my Instagram. Weird. <laughs> oh,
0: actually, I'd like to talk about your BTS Twitter account.
1: Oh. Oh uh, no! Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're not putting this in there.
0: <laughs> I mean, I am. <laughs> no,
1: you're not. Well, why? Because I don't want you to.
0: Why? It's a funny it's story. No it's
2: my it's my business, not your business. Okay, it's not else's business.
1: But let's talk about what happened. How about stop exposing me? <laughs> I'm
2: ex- you're already exposed.
1: <laughs> no, you don't have to add this. But I want to talk about it. Well, that's good for you.
0: You don't have to tell me your username or anything. I just well, want to.
1: Good thing I'm not gonna do that.
0: How many followers did you have before you got deactivated?
1: Do I had like I had only had like 89. I but they were they were like they were people that I like. They're called mutuals. When you follow them and they follow you, like like I knew everyone who followed me. Like I was mutuals with them. Like I talked to them. <laughs> but I don't even know, like, mm-hmm. I don't even know who I was following and who's following me. And, like, some people, like, I don't think they realize that, like, my account got suspended. So when I followed them on my, like, I made a temporary new one until it gets unsuspended. I don't think they realize that it was me. So they didn't follow back. So now I'm, like, lost contact with a couple people. So I'm like, oh, but the ones that matter, they like, added me back to the, like, all of the group shots that I was in. Like, I'm back in them now. but That's good. Yeah. But.
0: what? But wait, what do you guys talk about in your group chats?
1: I mean, one of the group chats, I've been in it for, like, a year and, like, two months. So we basically, we're just, we're friends, we're just friends, we just talk about, like, stuff friends talk about. I mean, this morning, they released... Teaser trailer concept video the intro so basically how it works with, with them is that they'll re- like release the intro for the album as like a teaser before the actual album gets released so they like make Actually. a um, they make a music video for the intro and they just released it this morning so we were talking about that and it was real good and they did a throwback to their old stuff and it was it was good it was good 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 <laughs> it was so this, good this reminds me
0: of. Back in the day when yeah,
1: how about you don't, don't say anything because it's not it's not the same. Yeah, don't, you were obsessed even, don't. with One Direction. <laughs> no, no, try again. Wait, <laughs> how is it different? How if you don't even know? You're making these assumptions. You don't even know.
0: No, I don't know. I that's why I'm asking because you to enlighten me. Like, <laughs> what,
1: okay, I was in I was into One Direction when I was like twelve, thirteen. Yeah, like, the, One Direction wrote about shallow ass, like stupid ass relationships crap like that's all they wrote about that's not what that's not what this is like most you have a
0: signed book by them
1: and i don't know where that shit is i don't give a fuck what do you mean you don't know where that shit is you better find it they didn't have any substance to them like wonder action generally like, they didn't have any like they didn't have anything to hold on to like older fans Listen. like they just they, it was just like i like can admit it now like yeah i was like frustrating to admit it when i was like back when i liked them but like yeah i mean it's like they're they were teeny bop like teeny bopper group this group doesn't even write about relationships and stuff they write like political like stuff and they write about society and their like main fan base isn't even like young girls it's it's like in their 20, like 20s and 30s like they're the older people who listen to them too oh. yeah because their lyrics are like they're not just relationships and like blah 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 like love and all that crap there's like Love yourself was their last concept and it was basically like all of their songs were basically like self love and like how to like do that and not love between like a man and a woman. Like basically just like love with yourself and like finding it and stuff like that. That was like their main message. Yeah. Yeah, so it's all positive so, stuff and it's all good.
0: I'm gonna need you to go this... back to this book.
1: Oh. Because well. I'm gonna need you to find you just, that. Everything I just said just rolled right off your head, didn't it? No, no, no. I I heard what you said. Okay. Anyway, stream persona.
0: But also, where the fuck is that book? Because it's probably uh, it's fuck it, a fuck it, ton it's, of money. Don't
1: know. <laughs> you know how many times I've moved since I had I got that book. I don't know. It's probably in a drawer somewhere or a box somewhere.
0: It better be. You have the original signatures of all five of those motherfuckers yeah
1: but you want to know what you've ruined that for me anyways because you kept making me turn back to look at you for your stupid fucking camera instead of letting me enjoy them right in front of me you
0: i was trying to take pictures for yeah, you well, i was you ugly cherish anyways, the no moment forever
1: no one needed to remember that on camera oh i was ugly you should have just let me enjoy God. it <laughs> i
0: Okay, we're not having this conversation right now because I slept on the ground outside for you so you could meet them. Oh my
1: gosh, that was how many years ago? How are you going to hold that over me still?
0: I will always hold that over your head. I
1: didn't ask you to do that for me.
0: (laughs) But I did because I knew you liked them.
1: Alright, well, you better find that book or I'm going to murder you. Oh my god, do you want it?
0: (laughs) No, I don't.
1: I want you to keep it safe.
0: Because one day, when one direction becomes popular again or comes back, I'm gonna sell that bitch for money, yeah.
1: okay
2: <laughs> you do that i will don't you worry
1: <laughs> <laughs> give me give me a give me a stipend in that though. I mean, you don't like One Direction anymore, so... That doesn't mean I can't profit from <laughs> stupid <laughs> people who want their book. <laughs> like, antique One Direction!
2: <laughs> For real, Signed though.
1: by all five original members when they were, like, 18.
0: Alright, anyway, we're getting <clears> real <throat> off-topic, so... so
1: Okay, am I going first, or are you going
0: first? Um, I'll go first, um, if that's okay. Yeah, sure is. Is it? Or do you want to go first?
1: No, you can go first. I don't, I don't care.
0: Okay. Mine is going to be pretty short. I don't think, well, it'll probably be decently short, but, oh, this week's theme is aliens. Alien abductions. Right? That's what yours is about, too? There had, there were abductions in mine. Yep. Okay, perfect. Cool. Alien abductions is this week's theme. So, my case is about Antonio Villa. <clears throat> I should have looked this up. I always do this shit. Antonio mm-hmm. Vilas Boas. Okay, you got that?
1: Yep. Okay.
0: Antonio was a 23 year old Brazilian farmer who worked at night to avoid the hot temperatures of the day. On October 16th, 1957, he was plowing fields near San Francisco de Sales. Ew, I sound so white. Sorry, everyone. When he saw that When he saw it, what? Said (laughs) SMH. Thanks. Um, he was plowing fields near San Francisco de Sales when he saw what he described as a red star in the night. The star approached his position, and as it came closer, it grew in size until he was able to recognize it as a circular or egg-shaped aircraft with a red light on the front. The craft began its descent to land. Descent to land in the field. Antonio was plowing and extended three legs to land. What
1: the fuck does that mean?
0: So it's like coming down, and then three—oh, three
1: legs to land. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was like, okay. what? <laughs> okay, we're we're back on track.
1: <laughs> All right. Three legs to land. Got it.
0: Yes. According to Boas, he tried to ride away on his tractor, but its lights and engine died after a few minutes. He decided to continue on foot, but was seized by a five-foot-tall humanoid who wore gray coveralls and a helmet. Boas what? yeah, <laughs> Boas said its eyes were blue and very small. Instead of speaking the native language, it made bark and yelping sounds. The first human, <laughs> I know, It's not good. So the first humanoid was joined by three more, and together they subdued. They subdued Boas, then dragged him inside the craft.
2: Wearing
1: overalls.
0: He wasn't wearing overalls.
1: No, the- like the ones who abducted him were.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> I know. So, when Boas was inside the craft, he was stripped of his clothes, then covered head to toe with a gel-like substance. The humanoids led him into a large semi- semi-circle room where strange red symbols were written over the doorway. The beings took samples of blood from Boas's chin... Then he was taken to a third room where he was left by himself for a half hour. While in this room, gas was pumped into the area, causing Boas to become violently ill. Okay. When the gas dissipated, Boas was joined in the room by a humanoid. It was a female. She appeared, oh, I wrote this and I said it anyway. She appeared oh my to gosh. be, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I'm struggling she appeared to be female attractive and naked she was the same height as the other humanoids small pointed chin and large blue cat-like eyes the hair on her head was long and a platinum blonde color her underarm and pubic hair were bright red
2: oh i was like Uh "Hmm,
0: a specific that i didn't need to know but thank you (laughs) Interesting. So, Boas advised that he was very attracted to the woman, and the two had sexual intercourse.
1: Right, because, you know, that's what you do when you see uh, a woman in a place where you just got kidnapped.
0: But also, it's not even like a woman, it's a fucking alien that just abducted you. (laughs) So, (sighs) you do you. During sex. Boas noted the female didn't kiss him, but instead nipped at his chin where the blood had been drawn earlier.
1: What the hell? They blew, they blew, they drew, did I just say they blew, oh my god, (laughs) they drew blood from his chin?
0: Yes, did you miss that portion?
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm not even gonna say what's anatomically wrong with that, alright, let's continue.
0: No, I actually want you to say it.
1: There's not even any major, like, arteries in your fucking chin. You can't, you can't, you can't pull blood from a chin. Or you don't pull blood from an artery, but, like, there aren't large veins in your chin either where you can pull blood from.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of the whole situation that's happening right now, so we'll continue. <laughs> okay. After the two were intimate. The humanoid rubbed her belly and gestured up. Boas took that as her saying that she was hoping to be with a child and was going to take the child to space and raise it.
1: Right. (laughs) Because a pat on the tummy and pointing up, that just signifies so much, right?
0: Yes, it alludes to
1: so much. (laughs) This space being with red pubic and underarm hair.
2: Precisely. Ah, oh, yes. I definitely believe it. <laughs> okay. Uh Where am I? <laughs>
0: okay. Boa said- The child. Yes. Boas said he felt angered because he felt the humanoids used him as a stallion. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. The humanoids gave Boas a tour of the ship. He attempted to take a clock-like device as proof of his encounter, but was caught and prevented from doing so. Boss was then escorted off the ship and watched as it took off, glowing brightly. When he returned home, he discovered only four hours had passed since the time he was abducted.
1: I mean, that's a decent amount of time, though.
0: Yeah, it really is.
1: How long did he think it was? <laughs> I like, didn't
0: say. But, I mean, for how much activity he went through on the ship, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hopefully he wasn't a two-pump chump, but you know. Oh I my know.
1: god. <laughs> Did you really have to say that? Yes. Oh my god. I've Stephanie. been waiting to say this. I've been waiting oh for the Oh my god. Moment. Did you write that in your notes to say No, I didn't. Oh my god, I
2: can't
1: <laughs> believe you just said that. Are you Damn, let me. Let me
2: I'd be pretty sad. <laughs> right? Okay, we'll continue. <laughs> Anyways.
0: Okay, so after the abduction, Boas claimed to have nausea, weakness, headaches, and lesions on the skin, which appeared with any type of light bruising. Boas reached out to Jose Martins, who was a journalist, who placed an ad in a local newspaper looking for people who had experiences with UFOs. After chatting with Boas, Martins contacted Dr. Olavo Fontes of the National School of Medicine of Brazil.
1: The Magical School of Witchcraft and Wizardry?
0: I mean, it's basically the same thing. So... Fontas also contacted the American UFO Research Group, or APRO for short. After the abduction, Boas claimed to have nausea, weakness, headaches, and lesions on the skin, which appeared with any type of light bruising. This is after he got home from being gone for four hours on the alien ship.
1: Yeah, I remember. Okay.
0: <laughs> Alright. So Boss reached out to Jose Martins, who was a journalist who placed an ad in did I already read all of this?
2: Uh, yeah I did. No.
0: It's okay. We'll we'll read it again. Because <laughs> I don't remember it. So okay. I'll well not have. Boss reached out to Jose Martins, who is a journalist who placed an ad... Are you done? What?
2: I'm not doing anything.
0: Something is moving on your end. Is it the dog?
1: She's just squeaking
2: our toy.
0: No squeaky toys.
1: You want me to take my dog's toy away from her? Are you yes. To her? <laughs> no, Mama. Come here. it with me instead. How about that? <laughs> she got excited and squeaked at one. <laughs> oh, baby girl. You picked the loudest one, too, huh? Okay.
0: Homegirl, we're already at an hour and 30 minutes, so
1: we gotta, I we understand gotta get this. it together. My hand <laughs> is in searing pain.
0: Okay.
1: Alright, Mama. I'm gonna confiscate this, alright? It doesn't mean I don't love you. <laughs> alright, I'm sorry.
2: Oh, she looks so dejected. I'm sorry, baby. Alright,
1: oh, continue. She'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Come, okay. Here. Come here.
0: Okay, Call you me. have to stop now.
1: Call me. Oh, no, don't you go for it, you little shit. She saw me hiding it, so now she's like, mm, give, it, give, it, give, it, give it to me.
0: Okay, I promise right, continue, I'm continue, almost continue. done. Continue,
1: continue. You're okay. almost done? What? Yes! I told you, you it wasn't long. You literally only told me that he got abducted and had sex with an alien woman. That's yeah. all you told me.
0: Yes. Okay. So, for the eight millionth time, Boas reached out to Jose Martins, who was a journalist who placed an ad in a local newspaper looking for people who had experiences with UFOs. After chatting with Boas, Martins contacted Dr. Olavo Fontes of National School of Medicine of Brazil. Fontes also contacted the American UFO Research Group, APRO. Fontes examined the farmer and concluded he was exposed to a large dose of radiation from an unknown source and was suffering from mild radiation sickness. Writer Terry Mellison said, Among BOA's symptoms were pain throughout the body, nausea, headache, loss of appetite, ceaselessly burning sensations in the eyes, which sounds absolutely horrible. Cutaneous lesions at the slightest of light bruising, which went on appearing for months, looking like small reddish nodules, harder than the skin around them, and protuberant, and painful when touched, each with a small central orifice, yielding a yellowish, thin, waterish discharge. The skin surrounding the wounds presented a hyperchromatic violet tinged area. That's cute. <laughs> so cute. Okay. Researcher Peter Rogerson said the first story the first oh sorry. The story first came to light in February 1958 and the earliest definite print reference to the to Boas's story was from April to June of 1962 in the issue of Brazilian UFO Periodical, SBE, SDV Bulletin. Rogerson also notes the story had circulated between 1958 and 1962 and was probably recorded in print, but the details are unknown. Boas was able to recall every single detail of the abduction without need for hypnotic regression. He experienced the abduction in 1957, which was several years before the famous Hill abduction, which made the concept of an alien abduction famous and opened the door to many other reports of similar experiences, real or not. Another researcher, Peter Rogerson, doubts the truthfulness of Boas's story. He notes months before Boas first made claims to his abduction— a similar story was printed in the November 1957 issue of the periodical O Cruzirio, Cruzirio, I think, and suggests that Boas borrowed details of this earlier account. Mm-hmm. Rogerson, I know, scandal. Rogerson also argues one reason why the story gained credibility was the prejudice assumption that Any farmer in the Brazilian interior had to be an illiterate peasant who couldn't make this up. (laughs) As (laughs) as any, I know. What's happening?
1: I don't know. Mama got excited for no reason. Oh, okay. Mama, can you lay down? Come here. Sometimes I forget how tiny she is. Oh, it
0: looks small bean. Come here. <laughs> okay, i going to 50-pound
1: small
0: bean. I'm going to finish.
1: All right, you go, you go for it.
0: As Eddie Bullard pointed out to me, the fact that the Vias-Boas family possessed a tractor put them well above the peasant class. We now know that AVB was a determinedly, upwardly mobile young man. Studying a correspondence course and eventually becoming a lawyer, at which the news... At which,
2: oh, oh,
0: at which the u at <laughs> at which news the ufologists who had considered him too much the rural simpleton to have made up a story now argued that he was too respectable to have done so. Okay.
1: So he goes from a peasant to upper class, and now he's not lying.
0: Um, yes. Well, they think that he could have actually fabricated the story because they initially thought that he was just, like, this dumb country bumpkin who doesn't know Jack. And then they were like, oh, but his family was rich enough to afford a tractor, so he had to have been some type of literate.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Antonio Villas Boas became a lawyer and married and raised four children. His story of the abduction never changed and he stuck to his guns his entire life. Boas passed away on January 17th of 1991. I wasn't even born. Yeah, that's my story of Antonio Villas Boas.
2: Alright.
1: So, that was very, um, Very mundane to say the most.
2: (laughs) To say the most.
1: (laughs) Yes, that has nothing on my case. I was like, okay, yeah, sure.
0: I know. Well, your case is obviously going to be the superior case this week. Yes, I thought this one.
1: Considering considering that this is over a decade long period of time with with almost two hundred different. Um, visual and audio proofs and accounts of abductions and other things. So, if you people are listening to this podcast, you might already know about him because you like spooky things. This is about a man named Stan Romanek. So, Stan Romanek, he is considered to be a person who has the most recorded video proof of his accounts. So if you guys want to watch the there's a documentary on Netflix, I know that there's a couple of YouTube videos on it too. He basically helped make it. So I don't know how, you know, reliable it is, but I think he helped make it. I'm not sure. It seems like it from, from the make, like how it's made, but so basically his first encounter was on December 27th in 2000. And he was videotaping the mountains of, I don't know, I think like Colorado or something for his wife. And that was the first day that he caught something on tape. So basically, what he caught on tape was any typical looking UFO, like quote unquote, in the sky. You know, he was recording it and he was like, what what was that? So there's a video of that. I mean, obviously, I can't like explain it in detail. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, like I said, he has he has over 195 documented events. Um, another one of these events is September 22nd, 2001. He was also recording, and he found a red blinking sphere that flew over um, that flew over their house, I think is what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, there are, there are some indiscrepancies that I found just by watching this that the filmmaker made, or Whoever was editing made. So basically I heard creaking outside and now I'm a little creaks. Mama, you gotta <laughs> gotta be a be a guard dog, mama, be a watchdog for me. Oh, I excited her again. I'm sorry. Good okay. feeling. Okay, so he said that it happened September twenty second, two thousand one. Which we all know if you're recording on a video a video camera, it that will say nine twenty two, two thousand one, right? Yeah. However, on the, oh wait, no, no. Sorry, I wrote down September twenty second, but on on the thing on his documented events, like they were basically they put all of his documented events, and then they highlighted whichever ones they were talking about. So if they were talking about his abductions, they highlighted the events that were abductions, and then there's a bunch of other crazy stuff. So like they they put them into categories. So the entry that they were highlighting said nine twenty two two thousand one, but the red blinking light video camera, it said. 8 or it said august 22nd so in his notes it said 9 22 which i automatically wrote as september 22nd because that's just how i wrote it i didn't write it with the number i wrote it with the thing but then on the video camera it said august oh like not eight not nine it said august so his thing said 922 and the recording said August twenty second. So there's some indiscrepancies. There's a couple more indiscrepancies that come later, but you know, it's just like putting it out there, you know, some indiscrepancies. You can't believe everything here. Yeah. Exactly. So he has a ton of different sightings of UFOs. You know, it lasted for over a decade. I don't know if it's still going on. It lasted up until the doc- documentary was made. I don't know like where he's at now because the documentary the documentary is pretty old. Um, but, okay, so, another event was June 25th, 2002, which was his first, um, regression, you know, like, um, what you were talking about, memory regression, or whatever it's called. Yeah. And that's when he first wrote, that's when he wrote his first equation. So, when he was under these regressions, and even sometimes in his sleep, he would write equations. Oh. And I'll I'll talk about that later, because it's, like, pretty you know at first you're like "Eh, he could get these equations from anywhere he could fake it whatever it's like definitely possible but then like they get some like proof from a from a physics expert that says otherwise so um he wrote the drake equation which is basically used to estimate the number of active and communicative civilizations in the milky way galaxy except his version i i I forgot to look up if if the drake equation like actually existed to be used because how the hell like how how could how could that even be like? How could people even question alien proof if if this was an actual thing? But um, did you just send me a link? What? No. On Facebook? Yes,
0: I did. Don't look at it yet.
1: Oh my god! I sent you a Snapchat. <laughs> so you're like, why did you send me a Snapchat? you send me a link on Facebook?
0: Wow. Okay, right. continue,
2: continue.
1: Um, so yeah so he wrote that equation, except in his version of the equation, he multiplied the entire number, like the entire equation, by a hundred, so that means there's a hundred there's one hundred times as many communicative civilizations in the Milky Way galaxy than what we estimate. Holy shit, yeah, so he drew it, yeah during hypnotic regression, and he drew it in his sleep. That's a little bit on his equations i'll talk about, I'll talk about it more because. They were kind of jumping everywhere. So basically, how this like documentary was made was that they did all of the footage first and all of the proof first without really hearing him talk much except for in the video. Yeah. So basically, they like put all that first and then the second half was them interviewing him and his wife and like their friends and stuff. So then it talked more in depth about some of the stuff. So that's kind of how my notes are because I took the notes while I was rewatching the documentary. So it's going to be kind of jumpy, but basically, so we talked about a little bit about the sightings of UFOs, the regressions and formulas, and now the abduction started. So after the first abduction, um, he had, he said he had indents in his back and he had sores around his wrists but then he said they healed very fast because there was a video recording of him, like, the day after it happened, and, like, the marks on his wrist were so faint, and he was, like, he was, like, oh, that's because, like, happened really, like, it healed really fast. So, um, yeah, he has several, several reports of being abducted. So on October 7th, 2003, he woke up outside once again, and his the doors were locked, and he had a bloody nose, and... Oh, quote. I I wrote this in a quote. Okay, so quote. So you know how I said earlier that he was writing these uh, events. So yeah. Like, um, like the little snippet that he wrote was um quote woke up outside again, doors locked, and I had a bloody nose, and I was pissing blood. End quote.
0: Ooh. yeah, That sounds so. like a UTI or some other issue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So um, this account basically he said that he saw something beam outside of their. So, he said something beamed on the side of their house, and they did have, like, so they they had apparently just put in video video cameras, and the video camera recorded this really bright light that literally looked like a, like, very heavy-duty giant flashlight. Hmm. Uh, so, it wasn't just, like, like, the circumference of the flashlight had to have been pretty big for what it looked like, to be honest. So, you know, yeah. it's a little, like, ooh, how would they even fake that? You know, a lot of this is, like, you know, like, I believe, I believe in aliens and, like, extraterrestrial beings. But the thing is, I don't know why they would want anything to do with humans. Also, I don't know why they would be dumb enough to leave some of the trails that they're saying that they left here.
0: Yeah, I just... Because everyone always portrays aliens as being the more intelligent species. I don't understand how. I don't know. Well,
1: okay, but the thing is, like, okay, so imagine this. There are extraterrestrial, you know, our galaxy, our Milky Way, our entire universe It's bigger than anyone could ever possibly imagine. We're literally not not capable of imagining how big it is. So yeah, there's going to be, like, extraterrestrial beings that are way smarter than us, but there's also going to be extraterrestrial beings that are, like, way dumber than us, but they're not going to be able to come to us, which is why all the aliens that are portrayed are, like, hyper-intelligent, because they can, like, they have the means to come from where they are to where we are. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's why, it doesn't mean that, like, well, I, mean, I don't think people think that much into it and I only just thought about this right now but <laughs> I mean I think that there are dumb aliens but they just don't they're like us we don't, we don't we don't have enough means to go and search out other beings right now you know like the higher being they can which I, I, I don't know so I honestly do believe that there are more intelligent beings out there can you stop looking in the hallway you're freaking me out you <laughs> know when I, I was watching this last night alone and I was wigging out I because like, there's okay I'll get to it later Okay, so yeah. anyways, I think they're smarter and more intelligent. I think there are more intelligent and dumber um, extraterrestrial beings yeah. in the world. So anyways, so this thing you could see from the video camera on the side of their house that this thing beamed to the side of their house and took out the camera. and That's like,
0: terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you can see the camera, you can see it like beaming the camera and you can see the the camera slowly like, fizzing out dying and yeah. then he he went outside and he like was taking video video he like took a picture like video of it and the, there's like a giant oval around where the security camera was and it was like lighter than the rest of the um siding and then what happened was that these people the next day or like a couple days after i think it was the next day they come and start <clears throat> replacing the side paneling
0: what? and
1: then um
0: Wait, just like random ass people?
1: Yeah, like a a roofing or a siding company. They, oh, like,
0: okay. I thought they, like just random people were coming. Well I, was like, well,
1: I mean, maybe it was. So he like talked to his landlord. He's like, why are you having like the siding replaced? And then his landlord apparently knew nothing about the siding being replaced. What? Yeah, these people just showed up out of nowhere. Yeah. Like and... hi, it's time for some home improvement fixer,, yeah, up <laughs> <Like> yeah. <laughs> no, but then apparently he said he said that um, that they wouldn't show their faces and, like when he was trying to record and every single time he like he like asked them for the date, so he said that they they said the date in the video, but apparently they didn't every single time he would try and get one of their faces on camera, like they would turn their face away, and he couldn't get their face on it. He was like saying that a bunch, and uh... then he said they only changed the part that got beamed. Which, I guess, okay, actually, never mind. I was gonna say, I don't understand what he means, because I was imagining that they only replaced the oval, but now I'm understanding that they only replaced the side that got beamed.
2: Oh, uh, like he, the damage? He,
1: no, it wasn't damaged. it just looked funny. Oh. It just looked like a lighter color than the rest of it. Uh, but when I first, the first time I watched this documentary, and the second time, when he said that, I thought that he meant they just replaced, like, the one tiny area that got beamed. But I think he meant they just replaced the entire side that got beamed, but none of the other sides. And that was what was weird. Gotcha. Yeah. So that happened that time. And yeah, like I said, the landlord said that he didn't hire anyone to replace it. So he just thought it was really weird that these people and he like he went back um, after they were doing that. And they like he stole a piece of the siding and then um, they like cleaned all the siding up and like shop back everything. Like, I don't know. Okay, and then May 9th, 2006, he was taken again, and he claimed that they fixed his knee. His knee? His knee, yeah. So basically what happened was that he um, he was doing something on the side of the house. He was up on a ladder, and he fell off of the ladder and conveniently into a wheelbarrow of bricks, and he tore his ACL.
0: Oh his knee. Yeah. K N E E. I thought you were saying me like M I I like the char- character you create in the Wii. What?
1: <laughs> Bitch, what? Why would I ever say that?
2: That's, I was so confused. I was like, What?
1: Alright, well you need, you need to, you, you, need to take, you need to take a you need to take a step back here. <laughs> And think, why would I ever say they fixed his knee? Anyway, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Past (laughs) that. Okay. So he fell into the thing of bricks and um, tore his ACL. So he had like a knee brace on, he had um, aluminum rods that were keeping the knee brace in place. And he said that he like went to bed with it. And then um, he said that he wore the brace to bed. And then his wife randomly wakes up in the middle of the night. And she, she, he's not there. So she gets out of bed and she goes to for him. And then she said she just saw him standing there. And he woke up, like, after being taken, he, he woke up. And he thought he was just standing around looking for her. And he was confused. He, he didn't remember, like being abducted obviously he like didn't realize it had happened and then um he was like walking around and and she was like do you notice anything like different he was like i don't know i don't know what you're talking about and then she like told him to come over there and he was like walking normally again like after he tore his acl literally like a day or two after he like he had already seen like a doctor who gave him the brace apparently and the doctor like confirmed his torn acl and they said like if you don't get surgery you're never gonna be able to walk again like wow. like Yeah, so then uh he like called the doctor the next day and um, he he like called her and he, he was like like you're not gonna believe me but like I don't need the surgery and she was like, I know like you're scared about the surgery but like you're gonna you like you have to have it, otherwise you're not gonna walk again. And then he was, like, he was, like, like, I, like I, I'm like going to have to, like, show it to you to prove it to you that I don't need it anymore. So then
0: she set it up. She set up an appointment with him.
1: Yeah. No. So she was out of town. So he went to go see, like, another, like, one of her associates. And he confirmed that literally nothing. So he confirmed that there was his knee was completely healthy. No pain, no swelling, like, nothing at all, like, disappeared. But there were, like, five or six puncture wounds in a perfect Line straight down his knee, like the back of his knee or the I... side of his knee. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. Oh my his... god! Yeah.
0: I have goosebumps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so and they also found a grass circle in their backyard, like you know, like like a circle that you know, like like an a ship
0: was coming down and landing.
1: Well, not necessarily. You know, like in like a crop circle, except in the grass. Gotcha. Yeah so that's pretty weird i was like you know every single step of the way when i'm watching this i'm like trying to figure out how to like debunk it like oh no like this isn't like you know like whatever like this is not possible you know every single step of the way i was like trying to do that and i just could not figure out how they could make that design in the grass like i just don't i don't know i couldn't understand it so um yeah there's that and then um and July 14th, 2005, which is before this happened. I don't know, it was all out of order. Um, a, like, so they brought, they thought there was, like, paranormal activity going on. <clears throat> and so they brought this guy named Christopher Moon over to investigate. Cause there was also, like, a whole segment on the shadows he was seeing and orbs he was seeing. So he was, he would, like, record and he'd see, like, a shadow. And he said, like, um, there was so he get he uh, he got a voice recording on on the phone, and it just sounded like when it was like played regularly, it, it just sounded like a bunch of different random noises played. But when you like sped it up, it said "Starseed, it's time," which is throughout the whole thing. Like, that's, that's what they call it. they call him the Starseed. What are you it's, doing? I'm flipping the page.
0: Oh, it's very loud. Okay.
1: Sorry. So, okay, so yeah. they called him Star Seed. Seed, Seed. yeah, Star Seed. So, okay. um, he saw shadows, and uh, uh, apparently, one of the shadows played with their cat. <laughs> um, well, I hate that. Yeah, uh, he had a video of it too. Ugh. yeah. I don't know. It looked pretty, like, and it didn't look like ghost shadow. It looked like dead as, like, it. I don't know. It, it was very. Very dark, noticeable, like person-shaped shadow. I don't know. Uh. A little sus. Anyways, it wasn't even a shadow. It was literally a dark blob. Interesting. Yeah. So, and then someone. This is like I don't know what I don't remember what time frame this was, but it's I think it's about like um. Around January third, two thousand six, I think is when this was happening. So apparently, someone left them a note in their mailbox on like a um photo uh, uh, postcard, and like to remind them that they're watching and like to not move to Colorado or to move to Colorado or like saying like they hoped their move was good or something like that. And then um, he said, on the way to work, he got jumped because he was riding his bike. Like some people in um in a like black suv they looked like government people they got out and jumped him and like he said he said like okay so there's like i'm gonna combine the two parts so it's not confusing later but like so they that's what they gave like that very little information for in the first half and in the second half he was saying like he was talking about how he like growing up he got into a lot of fights and he had to learn how to fight and he would like be in the crossfire of like the bloods and the Crips or whatever they're called oh god and, yeah he said like the Bloods, like, lived on one side and the Crips lived on the other, and he was constantly in, like, crossfire, and he he got stabbed, like, and he was like, so I had a fight, like, he was like, I fought my principal, like, I fought, like, everyone, I was a fighter, and then he was like, and then he said, because he grew up in Denver, that he kind of knew how to fight, I was like, okay, Okay. there's more, there's more (laughs) indiscrepancies, so, like, are you a fighter, or do you kind of know how to fight, you know, like, and then he said that they jumped out of the uh, black SUV doing like a bunch of karate moves, and like, like, and he said he just laughed at them, so that's why he thinks that they like beat him up. But, oh um, God. yeah, so I don't know, this is weird. And then, um, they told him that he needed to keep his mouth shut, <laughs> and then he was like, I will not keep my mouth shut up about this, like, I've been chosen to spread this message. Blah 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 blah. So then, um, on January 3rd, 2006 the words you can't hide were found on like all of the computers and everything else on the computers had been wiped oh, yeah. Yeah. and then he went to he he went on medication and i don't know how long after he got the medication like this was but all of the medication w- was melted in its spot like he had like one on the counter and it was like melted melted into the counter and like he had one in, in, like, the bathroom mirror, a little cabinet thing, and it was melted into there. And it was weird. Yeah. So, and now into the sightings.
2: Yes, Tommy.
1: Yes, the alien sightings. So, he, wh- one of the first ones he talked about, and he said this is, like, one of the most notorious ones, like, ones that, like, one of the ones that gets made fun of the most, and but also one that, like, people are like, ooh, the most. So, he saw a peeping Tom and he so he set up his his camera to record it and i kid you not stephanie the most generic looking alien head kept like (laughs) pop like slowly popping its head up and then like popping back down and then slowly popping its head back up and popping back down like it kept doing that and i was like yeah okay like it literally had like a fat like a fat rot it looked like a, the shape of squidward's head but like with black squinty eyes you know yeah like how typi- <laughs> how a typical alien looks you know like just like that yeah with the fat top of the head for their massive intelligent brains and then slim like pointed chin you know like all that crap yeah so it was this thing it was like you kind of have to see it to like get, get adjusted it but basically like it was like looking in the window and then like it would slowly creep up and then jump back down and then it kept doing that and then um i don't know to me it just looked like somebody could have been in an alien mask or alien like costume i don't know um so he like he he seemed pretty fake on the camera to be quite honest like he was like like it wasn't. I don't know. it Just didn't seem genuine. Like it wasn't like he was like, oh my god. Like he he didn't even sound scared. Like he just sounded like he was trying to like have a reaction for the camera. Like he didn't really sound like genuinely scared. He he literally was just like, oh my god. Like whoa, what was that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> like it's not like if I saw that, I'd be like what the fuck? I'd be like, holy shit, what the fuck? Like what was that? Oh my god. Like like but what maybe he was pandemic. like
0: so desensitized at that time that no, he. No, that was the
1: first. That was the first time he saw like, like. He saw one.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. That was like the first time he saw one that he can remember. Weird. Yeah. So I don't know. It just sounded super fake. You can like you can watch it if you want. Like I don't know. I don't know. It just seems sus. Okay. It seems okay. Sus. <laughs> so um, duly noted. Um, there were a couple. Um, there were a couple that had like a full body shot. It was like, the, but there were pictures. Like it wasn't like he took a video and this like thing was walking like along, but basically it was literally just like, it looked like a stick with twig, like not an actual stick. What I'm saying, like stick isn't like super skinny. Like it was all like a solid color, but it yeah. basically just looked like a skinny stick for the middle. Like it looked like a stick man with a fat alien head, hmm. basically. Yeah. So we got a couple shots of that, and um, there was also can you hear the one.
0: sirens? okay
1: Sorry. there was also another one where the alien was was peeping like in the in in from the like side of the window and like he was recording it and it was just like it was just sitting there so like it wasn't like it was just sitting there staring wow yeah and it's like if they're so intelligent why are they just sitting there letting you record it if they see you
0: yeah it seems like fake news to me yeah
1: and then um, uh, but like i also noticed that when the alien moved, it didn't move its head, like, like you could see part of its body, like, you could see, like, the upper upper part of the body, and, it, I mean, it looked what you think it looked like, you know, like, you could see the upper part, like, a little bit of the arm, and then, but it's weird, because it was, like, somebody was holding it there, and then swiping it back, like, it didn't move its head to the side, like, when it left, like, it didn't, like, move any part of its body, it literally just, like, ev- like, the whole thing that was peeping, like, moved to the side. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't move any, like, it didn't move its head, it didn't move its arms, like, it didn't move anything, it just, like, it just, like, went from peeping, and then, like, wasn't. And I don't know, like, what, what it actually was, but, I mean, you could, like, see the eyes, like, getting smaller, but I don't know, like, you could find some way to do that, I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know, it just does didn't seem really right. So, um, on March 5th, 2005, oh, that's when that happened. Yeah, so just, like, the body and the head, they were just both moving at the same time. Like, it's not like the body ducked out first and then the head did, or the head ducked out first and the body did. Literally, they were moving simultaneously. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't happen. That's not, that's not how, like, I don't know. That's not how bodies work. Um, And then July 25th, 2004, there was a message saying that, I know, I think, like, okay, so Stan talks about his childhood how like he had a learning disability and how he was like called the r word for it and like really discriminated against in his like school like locked in a closet and stuff like that and it just overall it seemed like he wasn't getting enough attention so honestly just that alone is kind of like oh like psychology is like he's doing all of this to get the attention he never had when he was younger you know and he's like He's saying that these things are telling him he's special and that he doesn't even know who he is. He's just so, he's so much more advanced than everyone else. You know, it just seems like his whole life he's been called stupid and the R word and looked down on, but he's like sick of it. Now he wants this attention, you know, like he wants people to think that he's like this special, like intelligent being that is meant for something more, you know, it's kind of sad. Yeah. He's got attention seeking behavior. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, basically they said that left him a message saying that he's special and um they call him Starseed again says that um, that they're also living in a backyard and like to be cautious of that and stuff. I don't know. Okay. Now for the final stage of this. Alright? Yeah. And that's the children.
2: What children? Yes, his
1: children? Yes, they're our children.
0: Apparently. Wait, his children or the alien are children? Both. What the- okay so wait he's got alien children
1: apparently oh my god okay continue may 27 2009 this is the day that changes everything actually i don't know so a little girl jumped out from behind the grill as he was taking a picture and scared him but you want to know what the hell this looks like you know you know i don't believe this at all you know aliens come and take me away from saying this but i don't believe this literally at all so it pans like it's kind of like it's like a, kind of like a panorama so it's it goes from like it's it's on his porch and you know how like grandma and grandpa have the grill on their porch it's kind of like that where like he's got a porch and there's a grill on the side of it it's like kind of big like Aunt Molly and uncle don's porch except on like ground level yeah so it there's like bars on it you know like wooden bars Yeah, uh, columns where you can see in between them so he's like they're showing the pan of the picture and behind the grill there's this grainy picture of a girl like looking quote unquote looking through the like wooden panels and I was like this literally looks like either they edited that picture in there or they just pasted a a blown up picture of a girl onto there like, it doesn't look real at all. Let me see if I can, like, find it and, like, show it to you. It doesn't look real at all. Like, whatsoever. Weird Roman neck girl behind grill. Yeah, you'll <laughs> see. You'll see. You won't believe it. It's like, there's no way. I'll send it to you. And it looks nothing like what they said that the girl looked like. So funny. Oh, gosh. This literally just looks like a little blonde, blue eyed girl. How do I say this? I'll just. S... No, 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 Alright, I'm sending it to you. Alright, sent. Okay. Yeah, check that out. Tell me if that looks real to you. Let's check it out. I mean... No. Right? The eye
0: looks look all good. fucked up, too.
1: It doesn't look real, right? Yeah.
0: No, it looks like it's a printed out magazine.
1: Yeah, that's what I said! That's what I was thinking! It literally <laughs> looks like... It looks 2D. It doesn't look like 3D at all. Yeah. It looks two-dimensional. Uh, and and then I'll send you a picture of the alleged images they captured. Of the the one in the middle is the one I was talking about where like the whole head and body was moving and nothing like they weren't like the head wasn't turning and the body wasn't turning like it was literally just like looks like they had it on a stick and were like putting it out there and then just bringing the stick back in. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. I typed in Stan Romanek and Stan Romanek fake is the person that came up. (laughs) Also, I'm gonna send you this picture for in a second when I'm gonna talk about her, but this is the alleged picture that they took at the convention that they think is his daughter. That is
0: not a real alien. (laughs) That was fucking made. Huh. Someone made that. That is not real.
1: Oh my god, I'm dying. I wonder where he is now. Oh, I'll send you a picture of his knee. <laughs> oh yeah, send me a picture of Homeboy's knee. I it's feel gonna... like
0: this is 100% photoshopped. But it's so grainy, I can't tell if it's real or not. Oh, his those things on his knee look nasty.
1: Huh, huh. Yeah, so, I don't know super sus you know don't really believe him you know oh and then the the first thing that i was the first um thing that I, no i don't want that the first thing that i was talking about uh where he set up the camera because he thought he saw peeping tom yeah i'll send that too. you Ooh, this looks a really bad quality though what Okay, never mind, I'm okay to send it because it's such a bad quality. But okay. it's just, I just imagine a fat head. Okay. With squinty black eyes in the middle of it. Yeah, so, Perfect. I don't know, like, you know, do I believe it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, this, apparently, like, there's little girl who was behind the girl. Um, my notes say that I thought that it was plastic Rock. Yeah. So, later, he gets a call and it's interrupted and a child is speaking and she called him daddy and said her name is kioma and she's the oldest and um the other one is named trilly after his wife or something like that
2: uh-huh. and
1: march 10th or march 2010 um there was a little girl who walked up to him at a convention and handed him flowers and said i love you daddy yeah, you know I don't know when I wrote this down but I spelled daddy with only two d's instead of three d's that's gonna be a no for me yeah and then she ran away and then he was like um like then he like started talking about his like sob story and like he was like talking about how he grew up getting made fun of yeah that's I already talked about that and that's when I wrote like in my notes maybe he feels like neglected you know and he needs like this for attention, validation and- yeah, and so this is what, like when he started saying, um, well, there were like a couple other, there were a couple other calls that were made where he and, um, this other girl, Natalie or Nancy or something like that, her and the wife, they were all on the phone and then it got interrupted. They're like, she said, um, daddy, don't worry, I love you, I'm okay. Oh. Yeah. Alright, well. Yeah. Suspicious. So, um, well, that, that, that it, that's a, part of another story so um they talked to his wife and she was like she was like i would never lie for him you know i she was like the one thing i cannot stand is dishonesty and deception and stuff like that so she was like if i thought for a second any of this stuff wasn't real like if i had an experience it myself i would never say that like i did basically she was saying like he's not lying 100 percent. yeah and all all of the friends and family that they interviewed not a single one of them had anything bad about him to say like they all said he was like such a good person they love him like they support him they believe him all of his friends and family
0: i mean no one had anything bad to say about john wayne gacy either but i mean
1: well this person is murdering (laughs) you can't compare them stephanie he's not murdering people okay sorry what is wrong with you Clearly Jonathan right, Casey right. is bad. This guy, like, he's just telling some stories about aliens. Like you can't say that. Dang, I you should cut you. that out. <laughs> That's pretty insensitive. Love that. Yeah, it is. Okay, anyways, so yeah, all of his friends and family they're like they love and support him. They one hundred percent believe him. Like they, they don't like they don't think he's he would ever make this stuff up. Like they just they believe him wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah so so this is when i wrote about the, like in, the indiscrepancies about like where he grew up so first he says he grew up in the middle of the gang and then he says he can fight a little from denver so like i don't know like did, did he used to fight all the time or like i don't know they, he just had like a lot of discrepancies okay so um some more information about the knee brace you know it was like they were looking for it and it was found like seared in his yard and in different places and like there was like a field in their backyard and it was found like scattered in the field like all scorched and stuff like somebody tossed it out from a high like from a really high distance and it shattered everywhere and like flew r- on the ground but it was also scorched so i don't know how that happened um they you know their stories like with the people that they interviewed it genuinely seemed rehearsed like they were they're but putting them back to back, like so it would tell a story and about the same event. Like there's like this one event that I'm talking about where um, Stan was like he saw something weird. He took a picture of it and there was like a little girl, and he like showed it to all the people because there was like a party. He showed it to all the people at the party, and apparently every single person at that party saw it and they were like in awe, like it like captivated them. Like they were like oh my god, this is like profound. And then he went to plug it into his computer to blow it up bigger so they could see the girl. Better, but it just deleted from his camera, all of the of pictures were deleted. It, and only those, but yeah. So, um, but like I said, with the, like the rehearse, it, it genuinely seemed like it was almost rehearse. It was like, like he was talking about something, and then one of his buddies was talking about like the same story, and it, they were using the same words, like the same descriptive words, almost as if it was like a script that they all planned like to say together. Like they didn't, they didn't even like have any like difference of self-expression like they were using the same phrases to describe the events they were like like i don't know they were just using the same exact language And i was like this just sounds manufactured yeah like this sounds like a story that people made together to get attention hmm. so like um yeah i don't know it was just super suspicious and like after he took the picture and it deleted like that's when he got a call like saying like daddy don't worry i love you i'm okay And then he said, like, he knew, like, those were his kids, and he just, like, cried and cried and cried and cried. And, um, wait um, oh, yeah, and then his wife said that, like, they think he's being used to say, like, it's real, like, aliens, like, they're real. But then I was, like, okay, like, if they're using him to say it's real, like, obviously people aren't gonna believe him because he could just be a nut, like, why not just show people yourself? yeah you know like why pick one person and make him seem crazy just to like show people that you're a thing when you could just show them yourself exactly. and like broadcast yourself so i don't know didn't add up either and then the final piece of this was the physics specialist and you know i was like like a lot of the equations pieced together it was like they could easily just be random equations but the physics specialist said Um, that the equations he wrote down had to have been put together by somebody with extensive knowledge in physics because all of them are related to um, propulsion and faster than light travel. Yeah. So he, like, he knew enough to put, like, he or whatever, like, made him write the equations knew enough about physics and like, faster than light travel to put all of these equations together and, like, like, all of these symbols and stuff, and this physics professor, like, physics specialist, specialist, was basically, like, there's no way that this man, like, could have the intelligence to put all of these together. But, you know, yeah. the, inter- the-, the internet does exist, so you never know what he might have been able to look up. What but, year was this? Um, it happened over a decade, so I don't know exactly when he, like, when he wrote, like, the- what this physics professor was talking about. Okay, but, but wrote- what did, like, what years? Like, I don't know, like, the first it started in two thousand and this documentary was made in like two thousand ten or eleven or something. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. I mean I still to... pretty shitty internet, but
1: Yeah, but like doesn't mean he can't look stuff up.
0: Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, sorry, continue.
1: Oh no, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean I don't know what he's doing now. What well, Wait, let me let me see. Where is Stan Romanek now? I'm curious, you know, has he had more encounters? You know, like, what's going on? Oh, Is he still Stan, Stan stealing Romanek. the alien tea? Oh, Stan Romanek staging alien activity during interview? What? <laughs> Shocker. Whoa. Oh my god. What? In 2017, he was found guilty of one of two child pornography... Wait, Click, click. Reporter Harold. He was found guilty of one of two pornog- child pornography accusations.
2: Now, oh can I leave
1: the
0: part about John Wayne Gacy in there?
1: Um, I because I'm yeah. gonna, yeah. <laughs> I did this. This just like, well, not just because this has 2019, but oh, yikes! Big yikes. Um, yeah, it, it says. It says anger towards the police detective was expressed in an interview after a jury convicted Stan Romanek of one count of sexual exploitation of a child while acquitting him of a second similar charge. The jury's verdict comes three years after the arrest. Um, Nasty. Oh, gross. He is claimed to have been abducted by aliens and is considered an authority within the UFO community. (laughs) He faced two (laughs) felony charges of sexual exploitation of a child, one alleging he possessed child pornography and another accusing him of distributing child pornography. It gained publicity due to his status and the documentary released. Um, They decided they had enough evidence against him to determine that he knowingly possessed child pornography on his computer. Was it alien child pornography, though? Because... Would that know. make a difference? Um, I don't think so. He got charged with this, so, uh, I don't think it was, like, alien. Okay. Um. Wait, Not that I'm, my... like,
0: actually trying to be funny, though, but, like, I'm actually wondering.
2: I don't know. Um.
0: Just because I'm curious. Boom. Um... I mean, obviously, I know this is a serious offense. Mm hmm. And I'm not trying to make light of the situation. Of course.
1: Well, that was not something I was expecting to find with where is he now? Yeah. But am I surprised? I am not surprised.
0: That was a twist that no. I did not we think are, that this are, was we,
1: gonna take. We are we are not surprised by this, Stephanie. We are not. Yeah. I mean he's wackadoodle, so Um I just really want to know what his friends and family have to say about the whole thing now. Like, are you still going to back his story up, even though, like, you found out that he has a position of child pornography? Like, are you really going to do that?
0: Yeah. Seems Mm. kind of sketchy to me, but. Mm
2: -mm 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 -mm. It's just me. Yeah.
1: All right, well. (laughs) Wait, this says, um,. The Stan Romanek UFO alien hoax. <laughs> I
0: mean, it is a hoax.
1: Yeah, but places to see the footage. Just Google him. Um, Larry King Live has the best footage. Oh, perfect. No analysis of video footage is needed. Okay, it's this is clearly a bad hoax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the puppet. Let's talk about the puppet. A oh, head on a stick. That's what I said. Oh God. That's what I oh, this person said it does have eye and it does have like eye blinks and um but the head doesn't pivot on the atlas. That's what I said, Stephanie. I said the eyes looked like they blinked a little bit, but the head wasn't moving. Isn't that <laughs> what right. I said? You were right, you
2: were right. That's crazy.
0: Hmm. Alright. Yeah. Well, we've already been recording for two hours and twenty-three minutes. Okay. So- I'm gonna get into the good news story, but your oh, story
2: right.
0: made me crack up, except for that last <laughs> portion. Everything yeah. else was hilarious. Yeah. Good, good, <laughs> good, good, good fun. Okay. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. How fucking stupid are you, anyway? Okay. My good news story for today is. Um, A lot of people never get a chance to look inside an airplane cockpit for their flight. But when this passenger asked to get a glimpse of his pilots at work, he was delighted by what he found. A mother-daughter duo preparing for takeoff had been going viral on social media since it was published by Dr. John R. Wattret on Twitter last week. Wattret had been settling... Oh, yeah. Settling in for a Delta Airlines flight from L.A. to Atlanta when a woman asked it, asked the attendants if her two kids could meet the pilots. The flight attendant said they could and that they would be very surprised. As the family was returning to their seats, Watrit overheard them talking excitedly about the mother and daughter flying the plane. I thought oh. that was amazing. I was in awe, he said. I asked if I could visit them, too. Lotrit then paid his own visit to the cockpit so he could meet the familial flight crew, Captain Wendy Rexon and her daughter, First Officer Kelly. Upon chatting with the Rexons, he was even more delighted to discover that Wendy's husband is a pilot for American Airlines, her father is a retired pilot, and her other daughter is also a pilot. Walbert was particularly heartened by the team because he is the Chancellor of Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University's worldwide campus. He's also an enthusiastic advocate for recruiting more female pilots since only 7% of currently licensed pilots in America- oh, I'm sorry, currently licensed American pilots are women.
1: You know, I'm not a very audio person, so I'm like kind of lost as to what's happening right now,
0: but- Oh, well, basically, this guy was on a flight, and the pilots were a mother-daughter duo.
2: Mm.
0: Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. From a long line of family pilots. That's cute.
2: Yeah. I thought so. <sighs> but yeah, that's all I got. cool I appreciate you. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) You know, I got... You told me way too many scary stories when I was younger. No, I'm not even kidding, Stephanie. I think you made me have, like, insomnia when I was younger. I'm not even kidding. Like, do you know how little sleep I got? Because I was so terrified of, like, everything. sorry. You used to tell me scary shit all the time when I was so young. And I genuinely had, like, insomnia when I was younger. But... Wait. Oh, oh, oh. See, you
2: haven't
0: done this in so long you can't even remember. Uh, Sign up.
1: (laughs) Thanks for getting abducted with us. (laughs) (laughs) In a truer sense than Stan (laughs) Romanex. Yeah, for real. (laughs) Alright, I hope we carried you away with these stories. Yes,
0: I hope hope they were out of this world for you. Hey! uh, I was
2: gonna say that.
1: Alright, well. Alright, well, we'll give you your space now. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up!
2: (laughs) You're like a bad dad joke. (laughs) Alright, 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 alright. Alright,
0: well, maybe I'll see you this weekend.
2: (laughs) Okay, bye. Alright, bye. (laughs)